1: presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard.
1: Okay, welcome to Part 2 of Michigan, Michigan State Week, Five Star Zone Special Edition. Evan Jenkins, Rico Beard, and Evan, it was so much stuff, we, we couldn't jam it all into one podcast. We had to break this thing up, and you know we 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 broke down pretty much the game stuff yesterday today i think we could probably talk more about the atmosphere and things going around like to me the the biggest i'm anybody who knows me anybody who's ever listened to the show knows that i thought it was a major fail that this game is on at noon and now it's the biggest game in college football and guess what it's over before the sun sets it's over before dinner you couldn't hype this thing up to 3 30 imagine if it was at night you could have promos running all day you could build your day around it instead it's almost like let's hurry up and get this damn thing done so we can get back doing everything so i guess you could make the four o'clock supper for all you old heads out there the game just takes too long and i like it at noon that's when football's supposed to be played
0: <sighs> what a joke Just absolute joke. (laughs) Well, Rico, I don't know if you know this, but this is actually a perfect time for this episode because we're talking about two 7-0 teams, and this is episode number 70. Oh. So how fitting is that, that (laughs) that worked out like this? And you're absolutely right, because throughout ESPN, you could be showing... uh, Live shots over the stadium, the crowd. I mean, it's going to be packed. The amount of people I've talked to this week that said that they're just going there to tailgate, not going to the game, just want to be part of the festivities. Is it's the most that I remember hearing. I've been covering Michigan State since two thousand seven, so this is the most I've heard of people going there just to tailgate.
1: Yeah, and because especially because tickets are going to be like a thousand bucks, so at least. I mean shout out to everybody who bought tickets when they were face value or those when when the university opened up tickets for yeah. this game like like three, four weeks ago and says, hey, if you want to buy them you can buy them and you had some people saying I'm gonna buy them just in case and so we'll see, I mean here's the funny thing too and and this is just total side note. But for every Spartan fan who sits there and is lamenting of whether Mel Tucker's going to leave the program and go to LSU or take another job and you want him to show the loyalty to Michigan State that you think that you deserve, think about that when you bought tickets to this game and you're selling them to a Michigan fan. So the next time you start talking about Mel Tucker and how could he leave Michigan State, well, how could you sell your tickets to Michigan fans if yeah, you're a Michigan State guy? That's
0: absolutely crazy to me to ever do that. I'd rather not even – I'd rather rip the ticket up, to be quite honest with you, yeah. than give it to somebody that's going to wear yellow in that stadium. I see a lot on Twitter, and I know Twitter is not exactly uh, the, the spot where, it's, where you read is going to happen, but I see a lot of Michigan fans saying that they're going to, quote-unquote, take over the woodshed. Right. What do you what do you think about that? I mean, there's been a couple instances where I feel I've seen a few thousand Michigan fans, but I've never seen it to where it's um, half.
1: you know what? No, I, I think it was it was one game where maybe it was a 2018 game, but it was close to half. It was like 60-40. You clearly saw that. And I think that was Michigan State was down that year. So, yeah, fans sold off their tickets, which I understand. Before, you're like, well, I can make money doing this. Okay, that's fine. But once again, if you sell your ticket, then don't get all high and mighty when a coach says, well, you know what? I'm going to go for some more money, and I'm going to do something else because there's no loyalty amongst you. You had an opportunity to sell it or eat it or do whatever. But, yeah, I think it was 2018. I want to say... Was the two thousand? Yeah, it was, it was. It was a game where uh numbnuts, Devin Bush kicked up the grass.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, no, that was nineteen. That was a, actually the game that we talked about yesterday, where People's Jones went down the sideline. That's that same game. That's what. No, I was, it was
1: eighteen because I thought nineteen was played. But thought, uh, it's that same game, though.
0: Yeah, where yeah. They, they locked arms yeah. and it, all yeah, that. it was that
1: game. That's probably because Michigan State was bad, and it was like forty percent. Yeah. I've seen, I think the worst I've ever seen, it was Nebraska. It was actually Nick Saban's first game ever in 95. Nebraska fans pretty much bought out the stadium. Well, and that was their heyday, too. Uh, I also seen it that Ohio State did the same thing, and you literally had OHIO ringing throughout the four corners of the stadium. Yeah, It was pathetic by the end of the game.
0: Well, because usually what you see is by the tunnel, if you're looking at the tunnel in Spartan Stadium, your right-hand side in that little corner, there's usually a sliver. And then in that upper deck, that's where the away tickets usually are. But then you'll see them sprinkled in. But I do have a question about that because I'm seeing, like on StubHub, I didn't think somebody like you or I could buy a student ticket. Is that something that can be done now? No, it's not. Okay, because on StubHub, there's tons of student tickets that are listed. Right. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure you need a student ID to get in with yeah, those. you do. Okay, I, I wouldn't recommend buying a student ticket. Right, because, I mean, there's a lot of hoops that you got to get through.
1: Right, because, I mean, even if you get the ticket, it's like, okay, you're 70, you're 65.
0: It's not going to pay. It's going to be like, unless uh, your last name how you doing, fellow kids? Yeah,
1: unless <laughs> your last name is Dangerfield, I don't think that you're going to get into the student section.
0: Yeah, I mean, good for the students. Those are the ones I don't necessarily blame. If you don't really care for football or something like that and you have a ticket, that I could understand a little bit. Yeah. But I could never do it. I could never do it. So I think you'll probably see about 30% Michigan fans. You think it's going to be that much, huh?
1: Yeah, because you'll see the yellow. Yes. That'll let you know that they're in there. So you'll see their corner, their upper deck section, and then you'll see yellow uh, dispersed throughout the stadium. So I do think that they're going to be in there, especially because they're telling everybody
0: to wear green, which is not a good thing tv color it looks like well at night it looks like crap because it just looks like black right. in my opinion it, it, daytime if it's sunny it could look all right but it, i'm starting to see that we might get rain during the game
1: i've been telling people that yeah we can get rain no that's not what the weather's like check the weather 48 Good. to 24 hours out and make
0: this game even more fun in my opinion <sighs> i love a sloppy game in rain on natural grass. Yeah, well, if it,
1: if it if it's raining, then you probably want to see you want you want to take the
0: over. I mean the under. Oh, you take, take time. The, you definitely want to take the under. I'm already leaning that way with it being perfect weather. <sighs> uh, I don't know I, what is that number at. I think it was like 49 and a half. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe it's not that crazy because I imagine it being 24, 21, and 27, I was about to say, 24. I think I think with the rain, it kind con- the rain would
1: favor Michigan. Big time. I because so. it, it basically is Michigan's game plan. Ball control, dink and dunk, boop, 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 boop. Whereas MSU, I mean, are, are you going to take the chance going deep? Now, the, on the flip side, you get a corner that slips, and there's Jaden Reed wide open.
0: And then on the flip side of that, you get a wide receiver that slips, and there's Dexton Hill getting a ball that's right to him. Yeah, so yeah but yeah, it,
1: that, yeah, that can be considered whoa. just a – I mean, if you throw a deep and it's intercepted, that's like a punt in my
0: opinion. Sure, yeah, I was thinking yeah. more of like a slant, you right. know what I mean? Oh yeah, pick six, yeah. Something so. like that, where the receiver goes down, but I mean, that that's interesting. How much do you think the crowd plays into this game? I think the crowd will play into this game, especially uh,
1: especially if Michigan State gets a lead. If Michigan State somehow gets like a 10-point lead, I think you're going to really hear the crowd. And I know Michigan faced a crowd in Nebraska, but I think that They could take over and cause a lot of false starts. I mean, you saw what happened when they played Nebraska. When Michigan State played Nebraska, Nebraska had like five or six false starts. Early on, yes, they did. Where in that first half, they couldn't hear, and they kept jumping off sides. And second and three turned to second and eight. And I remember one, it was two consecutive false starts. And so, yeah, the crowd, especially down at the deep end, gets really loud. So, yeah, the crowd can affect the game, especially noise-wise. And, you know, it was finally cool. I won't say any names, but I finally had an official who told me, yeah, they get affected by the crowd, too. You know, they they the
0: the crowd affects officiating. They can influence their choice if they're right. not making it right then and right. there. Like Where, you see it a lot with, like, late hits. Yeah. You see it a lot with um, – uh, Intentional grounding where you're not getting it outside of the zone. Yeah, the, where
1: the where the crowd, the officials give it to the benefit of the team
0: that's winning. Well, and I think so even more, more so now only because everything can be reviewed in college football. You know what I mean? So they make a call sometimes, I think, just because they know it's getting reviewed and don't know the answer. Well, see, no, no. That's
1: one now where they just let a play go on and on and on. And that's when now you're getting those fumbles because they normally blow the play dead, but now they went away. But I'm talking about, like, pass interference yeah, or like, judgment call, like late hits on the quarterback, that type of thing. If you could sell it and you're winning and you get the crowd behind you,
0: you'll see them huddle up and be like, "Did what? Uh, you know what, uh, he's on the ground. A flag. Yeah, because, I mean, they're still human, right? And so right. your eyes, I mean, anything can catch your attention for a split second that – you're not trained on. And so I I think that that is a good point. I mean, we've always thought it. We've always said it. Right. They've
1: said that, you know what? They're people too. And sometimes they get caught up and more so in basketball, but yeah, football is the same. That place is loud. The, 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 the aggressive team gets the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and they'll normally get the call. The team that's, you know, trying to get back in, won't. They'll get called for the pass interference or they'll get called for offensive pass interference or things like that. So that that is something that, yeah, the crowd can influence you. It can cause a lot of false starts. We've seen that before, with, like I said, with Nebraska. I think that, yeah, you're probably going to see 70% Michigan State fans in there. Now, for Michigan, I mean, if, if they jump ahead early, that place is going to turn into a morgue. It's going to get real quiet. But if Michigan State jumps up, early? That's going to be loud. It's 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 going to be a very difficult time for Michigan, and you, you know, that thing could go like the days of Brady Hook. I mean, imagine what the crowd was like. Yeah, I think you were covering them like the Devin Gardner game. Oh, I was there. The minus 48 yards, yep. and every sack, it seemed like that place just got louder and louder. Even when MSU turned the ball over at the fifty. And then that's, that was the infamous three downs where they sacked Devin Gardner three times. And it literally was fourth and 38.
0: Yeah, and it becomes, I mean, for just lack of a better term, you're feeding a mob at that point. Right. You're, like, just giving them what they want and what or, they need. Or, I mean,
1: think about, once again, how the crowd influenced the game. Uh, was it 2000? Yeah, it was 2014. D'Antonio was already pissed at Michigan for throwing the stake in the ground, mm-hmm. and the crowd is chanting they want the a final touchdown.
0: Oh, with now, Jeremy Langford yeah. there, yeah. Now
1: every D'Antonio scores t- what twenty three? I want to say it was like twenty three to seven. Or, it was out of hand. The the game was over. Yeah, game was over, and they scored. And you know, normally he would have took a knee, ran, you know, ran the clock out, got it. No. He lined up, Lankford scored. The irony was through everybody's celebration, nobody realized they missed the extra point. (laughs) Missed the extra point. That's how the score ended up at 29.
0: That is funny. Okay, yeah. And, and, I mean, I'll never forget that. I mean, I think I was standing next to you at that, in that little area where they do it. And he came in and he said they want to put a stake in us. Well, we put a stake in them. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah, he
1: got caught up in the frenzy of the crowd and was like, F it. Go run, go run the touchdown play.
0: You think Mel has that hate in his heart? I
1: do. I uh, think he kind of does too. Or you got to remember that Mel came in under Saban, and it was think about this. D'Antonio, D'Antonio worked with the secondary under Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban always, even at, at even at Alabama, Nick Saban runs the secondary. That's his forte. You know, who the grad assistant was in that room for the secondary. I'm going to guess
0: so. one, Mr. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker.
1: You had three Michigan State head coaches in one room. They just didn't know it yet.
0: Right. But Yeah, it's like when you look at the coaching tree photos and then yeah. they light up all the photo, and you're like, oh, they were all there. Or when you see the yeah. the photo of Kirk Cousins and... Uh, Hoyer and, and, and Nick and, Foles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like, oh, wow, what a room. But yeah. They were all in there, so he knows what it's like. He knows the feeling. He knows the hate. Now the thing is, can he get forty-one players to understand? And he even talked about how they're they're kind of showing them, this is Michigan. This is different. Now a lot of people who've been in the rivalry says it takes you a game to realize what the hell just went. What what just happened here? Mm-hmm. I remember Shea Patterson said it. You know, that his first game, he had no idea what to expect, and then after that, he did know what to expect. They're trying to indoctrinate these guys, just get them up to speed as quickly as possible. I mean, heck, I mean, all you got to do is just uh, – I mean, Fox Sports last night put out a tweet of basically like Mike Hart, uh, Devin Bush kicking the field, and uh, 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 dude with the long blonde hair. Uh, Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich. All, you know, the whole little brother stuff. It's like – so they're showing them all of these different things and at, they in the Scandellarist building to get them, like, guys – this this team right here, they they don't respect you at all. They're coming in here, and they're going to take what they think is theirs that you, not only just theirs, but you don't
0: even deserve to look at. Not at all. Yeah, they. I mean, oh, the game can't come soon enough. But, I mean, oh, I can't wait. But it makes you wonder, and I think we even mentioned this yesterday, is how does the Michigan coaching staff look at it? Do you coach it just like any other well, See, game? But I
1: think as much as people talk about, Michigan State and the forty one players they have coming in. You got Mike Hart and you got Ron Bellamy. But then you got a bunch of new coaches. Steve Klinksdale, never gone through. Mike McDonald, your defensive coordinator, he's never gone through this before. Like I mean Gaddis has kind of. But. I mean Gaddis, I mean, but Gaddis is an old head. He's been there, but I'm talking about they brought in, I think, six new yep. coaches. Young coaches, too. And yes, two of them, Mike Hart. And Ron Bellamy can walk in there and be like, guys, forget what you think you know. It ain't going to be that way. It's going to be a whole lot different. But, yeah, Mike McDonald running that defense, you know, how aggressive is he going to be? Does he have that that fire in his belly to do something? I mean, where Don Brown was just like, I hate these guys. so I'm going to blitz them all day long, and his blitzes weren't hitting home. So for as much as people wonder what's going to happen with the Michigan State players, I do wonder what's going to happen with the Michigan coaches because especially the defensive side, like, yeah, how much room, how much clout does, does Bellamy have in that room when he's like, trust me, you better run this play
0: instead. You better run this type of defense instead. Okay, so how much different is the rivalry now than when Ron Bellamy played? Because I wonder how much that factors in. Because let's be honest, when Bellamy played, Michigan State wasn't beating them as regularly as they are now. No. And even when Mike Hart was there, you know they didn't respect them. No. And he never played after what he said. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so (laughs) I mean, yes, they were in it, but they were in the rivalry at a different time. Yeah, I I think it's different because, yeah, those guys are going
1: to bring back the superiority of complex of this is how it's supposed to be. we got to go
0: out there. And that's what I'm wondering.
1: I. I, I that's a great question, Evan. I don't know because the rivalry is different than it was then you you know they you don't have like Harbaugh's really the only one who sat and watched as like okay guys i'm I'm tied with them like, it's changed they they like last year they somehow found a way after being I think the final line was 21 and a half point underdogs and they beat us and forget the final score of 27 – it wasn't that It close. wasn't that close. No. They, I mean, they let us waste nine minutes on a drive, and we were, I mean, it was a 10-point game. It was like, if you want to take this time and eat all the clock, you go right ahead. We're not going to let you score quickly, but, I mean, I guess we additionally saw the bend but don't break defense. Right. And, well, yeah, that's, I mean, that was
0: the start of it, right? Yeah. We're, we're, you can score. We're not going to stop you. But you're not going to score quickly. And you know what? I, I hate to bring this name up, but that's where Matt Patricia was so good with the New England Patriots is between the 10s, you can move the ball all day long. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to that 10 yards in front of the end zone, it's going to be tough, and you're going to have to do your best in your best plays in order to do it. And if there's been one place that Michigan has kind of struggled this year, yeah. it's in the red zone over the last few games. I'm not going to say has. it was all year the last few oh, you games, know what? they kicked more field goals.
1: Here's the funny thing. once You could say that about both teams. Michigan oh, State, absolutely. Un, unless they – the reason why they need those long plays, they just score. I mean, it's hard for them to score. They try – I mean, both teams become super predictable, going to run the ball. No, you're not. Going to run the ball again. No, you're not.
0: Out of the same looks. Okay,
1: too. well, how about we swing it out to the outside? Nope, that's not going to work either. Bring your field goal kicker out and mm-hmm. kick the ball. We're not going to let you score. There's no creativity. There's no throwing on first down. I mean, State literally, you know, it, it almost worked. But I remember the older overtime game with Nebraska and Kenneth Walker lines up in the Wildcat. You just told everybody what you were going to do. Now, it almost worked. Yes. He, almost, he took it 24 yards. He takes it another yard and he scores. But then after that, they got to the one-yard line. Tried it twice and just said, screw it, kick the field goal on third down. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that both teams do struggle when it comes down to the red zone. That that's, That is going to be a major problem. But I, I don't know. Uh, Harbaugh's really – Gattis has been around for a few years, so he's seen it. But defensively,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, both teams, we know this is their best. Test right both teams and you see on paper what they're going to do like you and I we could literally come up with their game plans and it might not be far off in the seven games before this one. How much different do you imagine. The game plan being for this game wrinkles. I'm talking about that we maybe haven't seen before.
1: Well, see, I think that's one of the advantages that Michigan State has of having the bye week. You got two weeks. Not only are you healing up, but you got two weeks to come up with new wrinkles. Things, Out of those
0: same sets, that you've same been set,
1: same plays, but now you got two weeks to focus on. Okay, we normally do this. Okay, let's try doing it this way. Where these were normally uh, options one and two. Options one and two are now on the other side of the field. We're going to flip this thing around. We're going to, Coming out that bye week, look, I don't know statistically if it makes teams better if you win. Or if It's something that's strategic. But the fact that Michigan State has a bye week not only this year, but for the next two seasons after that, before the Michigan game, I do think that if you use them correctly, it could work. I mean, you look at Indiana. Indiana had the bye week before Michigan State. Indiana figures some stuff out.
0: Well, their linebacker, what's his name, McFadden? Yeah. He is so good. But That's is, a dude right there. But
1: when you got a week that you could, develop, you could develop two weeks to a team where normally, I mean, Michigan could have done that because they had Northwestern, and, you know, do you want to overlook your opponent? So we, even if you took two days and gave it to State, State was able to dedicate 14 days to Michigan. Right. Whereas Michigan was only able to dedicate – what maybe eight nine no, days?
0: Get, yeah, you get Sunday through what? Let's be honest. Are they practicing today? No, it's more of a walkthrough. Right. So you get Sunday through Thursday, and so maybe think, you get yeah. Sunday through Tuesday the week before.
1: So I I like. I think. And so for Michigan State and the new wrinkles, it's kind of that chess match. Do you break out with them early? Do you try to save something? And, no, I'm not talking the new plays. It's just new wrinkles because I don't believe that teams were holding back plays. No, really there's do none of that. that.
0: But what I'm saying is out of a tendency, like I was talking about on part one of it, of J.J. throwing out of the option, something we haven't seen yet. Right. That's what kind of worries see, me. I, see, I don't know. See, I can't. Ooh, like,
1: that's... J.J. throwing out the option, yeah, that, that could happen. Uh, but like MSU, you know, they've already run different types of trick plays. I, I don't know. Uh, you'll have to wait and see, but I, I do think that the, having that extra week gave them enough time to, to come up with something. And I, I got to believe if you, I mean, if you got an opportunity, you probably would want to buy a week before a big game because it just gives you time to rest injured guys and get them ready. I mean, like Michigan sat their two guards against Northwestern because they kind of deemed that as a as a pseudo bye week. We don't need them
0: and they're hoping that they'll be ready for the Michigan State game. <sighs> We've talked about the game, but Rico, I need to know one thing. If you're walking to the stadium, which tailgate show are you stopping at? Ugh. You stopping at Fox, you stopping at Game Day. Good. I mean, they're basically next door to one another. Uh,
1: all I imagine when I saw the setup was the fight scene from Anchor Man? <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. You got Reggie you Bush. You dirtbags have been number two the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Reggie Bush has a pitchfork with right. uh, Matt he has got a lamp. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, that's crazy, right? Like, I mean, literally what you're going to see is one like, crowd looking towards you and then the backs of everybody else. Right. Like, I, I, I I think Brady Quinn killed a guy. I saw him. I seen him. Yeah, Brady, you may want to lay low for a little bit.
1: Maybe go live with some relatives.
0: mean, that's what it seems like. Like,
1: And then now Barstool is there. There will be Telemundo and Ben Stiller just showing up late to the fight. Yeah, Barstool is going to be at
0: like Cedar I, okay, Village. I,
1: that bad idea. Horrible idea. That should not be allowed. It's a horrible idea. You got a toxic website. Basically, I mean, you might as well say bring the gasoline and let's just start some fires.
0: Absolutely. There's is nothing about like. this that I would have approved. Well, and you're going to have the main guy in charge of Barstool that's going to be trolling the Michigan State people the entire time since right. he went to Michigan. That's right. not going to be a good scene. This is not.
1: And, and I got a feeling in the end, he's going to end up with some lawsuits because if anything happens, they're going to be responsible because everybody's going to blame them. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do it. I mean, Cedar Village has already been known for bad incidences. And, right, you're out there. You're trolling. At the end of the night, man, that that is – I would stay away. I, I, I don't know what the fascination with that podunk website is anyway. But I'd stay away from that. I wouldn't go around there. But, anyway, I would probably go to the Fox – I would probably go to the Fox um, tailgate because I don't like ESPN – I think ESPN's Game Day is is just a hack job. It's, it's kind of tired.
0: In in all reality, it, it, it
1: jumped the shark probably ten years ago. They're, it brings nothing. Uh, they lost all their good people to Fox. Um, for how bad is it that Desmond is the second most hated person on the set? Because <laughs> now you got the bear who can't do homework, did a podcast, didn't realize Michigan State had transfers picked against them four times this year, keeps losing, keeps just denigrating them like called them basically called them frauds last week Absolutely on TV. Good. Yep. But I didn't say they were actually frauds. They said are, are any all of these legit? Are there any frauds? And you were like, "Well, Michigan State." Okay, Bear. You pretty you said that. So just own it. Know that no one cares. I mean, honestly, if I could, I'd walk around with a gigantic just trough of water balloons and just say, light it up, fellas. Just light up that set. Let them know that they shouldn't be here. Here's the other reason why. ESPN could have had this game on at night. They chose Ohio State and Penn State. It was like they they threw a party and realized their party wasn't going to be any good and tried to get a last-second invitation to the other party.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be real interested to see what the national ratings on these two games are going to be. The Michigan, Michigan State, and then Penn State. Well, Ohio ESPN.
1: State. I mean, but ESPN, The game day is like an institution, so people just kind of watch it anyway. I wouldn't have let them come on campus. They, they would have been set up in Cedar Village. I would have put them on a raft on the Red Cedar and say, "Well, you guys can float until you stop." Right. Because I don't want you here. You didn't pick this game. We have to play at noon. Because of you, and now you want to come here after you thought it was gonna be Ohio State Penn State cutscene, Penn State loses to the worst team in the Big Ten in Illinois. <laughs> oh, did we we wanna come there now? Nah, man. I I I'm giving them zero. I hope. Now the bad part about it, I think the better scene will be at Fox Sports. I think the scene that you're going to see, the signs and stuff on the ESPN game day, is almost going to be embarrassing if you're a state fan. Hearing there may be protest and and different people coming up from Ann Arbor to protest Dr. Anderson, and oh. then the, and then the Nassar survivors and those they're saying, "Hey, we'll support you in that protest." Like it, it's a bad idea. I think. Whoever okay that just saw that oh it's gonna be ESPN we want them there no you don't I mean who what is Paula Levine gonna be the guest picker because Lord knows she's at Michigan State no. for everything bad you, you know might what, as well have her as the guest
0: picker you know it's gonna end up being Martine or Tom Izzo it's no. always the same screw it I'd be like make
1: you know what bring Paula here yeah have her be the guest picker since she hates that Paula Levine
0: Desmond Howard and the Bear yeah. Quite a cast. It's going to go over well. Yeah, and and listen, I mean that show was a staple for college football. But hey, does became, Lee Corso even know who's playing in this and game? That's what I feel. That's what I was going to bring up. Is I feel bad for him because he's not what he was, and and it's tough to see. Dude. I mean, they're finishing his statements. Yeah, it's just
1: it's a tough watch. It, it really is. It is. He's he's like your sick grandfather that you know. You you want some water? Gramps? Yeah, and it used you, to be what, what you what, what like you're just trying to think for him because it's such a struggle. And it was so fun to watch those 10 years ago, like you said. He should have retired about 4 when he was dropping F
0: bombs. Yeah. It was time for him to retire. It, it, exactly, and I just it was such a great show, but I'll be honest, like David
1: Pollack is really the only reason why I ever watched that show. He's he really brings good. something
0: well, I was going to say so, like when Reggie Bush was a hey. Detroit... Okay, There's Herb Street. I can't pick the game because I'm calling it, but I'm just out here. <laughs> right, but if you're listening to the World Series last night, Joe Buck is talking about the odds of the first player to hit the home run in a game right. and how ten dollars was going to get you sixty. So if Joe Buck can talk about that during the World Series, yeah. you can tell me that you like Ohio State to beat Michigan in a game. Uh, I'm I I can't choose. You know, it's it's not right if I pick a game because I'm calling that game. So. Kirk, no it's one it's cares. the weirdest thing in the world. It's no one cares. The, listen, if you're a coach, I would say yes. Don't bet on the game. But now the not. only
1: thing now the other thing is with Fox, you know, are you going to have Charles Woodson running around with a Michigan flag in Spartan Stadium like he did in Wisconsin?
0: Probably. See that? I mean, it's it's like stuff like that. Like, well, there's not enough room in Spartan Stadium to do that show inside the stadium in an end zone. I mean, no, but a I'm little just saying bit... no,
1: but like he could be the oh, field and reporter inside, yeah. and like he's
0: waving the Michigan flag. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Michigan commentators there at East Lansing, huh? Yeah. Between him and Desmond, I mean, they're bringing all their Heisman Trophy guys, so right. that's even more of a reason. If you're Mel Tucker, be like, who's look who's talking about us today? Right. Guess who's not going to pick us? Right. Those guys. A guy dating Kim Kardashian, coming from L.A., being in that scene, winning a Super Bowl, yada, yada, being Reggie Bush, the guy that was always in our face. I thought he was going to be a little bit of a prima donna. I thought he was going to be a difficult guy to talk to. He wouldn't be relatable, right? And then we go and interview him every single week for 97 Won the ticket, and the guy couldn't have been nicer Humble, down to earth, like wanted to sit there and talk to us about the HBO shows, Showtime shows, because I think he was trying to be a real person. But at the same time, I think he was realizing after football, what the hell am I going to do? What you do is actually really cool. I think I could do that. I think he was practicing for that. I think Reggie's good on TV. I think he gives you a a unique look at football because nobody played the game better than he did when he was in college. Nobody.
1: I mean, the fact is you got two Heisman Trophy candidates I'm winners, winners on the set. You got Brady Quinn. They're younger. Yes,
0: they get today's game more so.
1: I mean, right, it's like okay, um yeah, nobody remembers Desmond playing.
0: No, I mean, you see the highlight in 1990, but think about that. It was 19 I was 7 years old. Yeah. I don't remember Desmond Howard. You know what I remember about Desmond Howard is his return in the Super Bowl with the Packers saying Oh, that was the guy that played at Michigan, right, Dad? Yeah, and then him on the Lions. Think
1: of it like this:
0: He, yeah, his thing in nineteen ninety,
1: the Lions hadn't won a playoff game yet, <laughs> and they only had one since. And they only had and one since. Thunk? So, the Lions were actually decent at that time. I mean, it was like
0: certain, yeah, it was. But it's so the ESPN crew is it? They're horrible, like Herb Street, like dude. How you played quarterback is not how quarterback is being played today. Right. You just kind of. You were Cade McNamara to a lesser degree. You
1: reinvented yourself. You were Shea Patterson. You were Ryan Van Dyke. You were just obscure quarterback who was on a roster that I can't tell you what year he played. I can't give. If you say give me one Herbstreak highlight, can't. Was he the quarterback when Michigan State went down there and beat them and they were number one? No.
0: Okay. No,
1: I don't think that. I think that was.
0: Uh, uh, I forget that one, too, but that was one. That's,
1: they had the dual quarterbacks.
0: Oh, with Jermaine
1: Johnson? Stanley,
0: yeah, Stanley Jackson. That's it.
1: Okay. Yeah, Stanley Jackson was a quarterback when they did that. Uh, but, no, it, I, I would go to the Fox set. There's nothing that the ESPN set can do to me. I think the ESPN set going to actually end up being an embarrassment. The
0: barstool shouldn't even be there. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, how <sighs> – I, I mean, I your guest picker will probably be Izzo. And that's what I'm saying. Hammer or routine – Somebody that's always there. I don't think Paula
1: Levine will allow them to have Mateen up there because you know what about Mateen and his case that he has. So well, I
0: guess we should also look at what NFL teams <laughs> maybe have, Ishbia. What NFL teams have bye weeks? If there's any oh, players, dude, I
1: would love for Ishbia to go up there and just say, you know what, I just bought this whole set. You guys are fired. <laughs> I just bought ESPN. Hey, newsflash, you're all fired. Oh, I mean, they. Dude, I don't done... know. I, honestly, if 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 Ishbia did that, Michigan could win fifty to nothing. I'd still be happy. So He fired them all live on air.
0: I'm trying to think about this, and maybe this is just me being quote-unquote uh, insecure little Sparty, but it does seem like there's a lot of national people that talk on these games, like Dan Dockich. For some reason, it's like they find out that the fan base doesn't like them, and they do it to a tenth degree more to get yeah. them to dislike them even more. Oh, dude, you know, like, that's I, I, a horrible way to broadcast.
1: No, because it, it's, it works because you get them triggered and they respond to you. I mean, it was like Reese Davis's tweet that he put out. and Hey, it's going to be Halloween, and I want you guys to dress up, but hey, anybody want to dress like Desmond? And I'm thinking about dressing like this. And he puts on the bow glasses and the hat. And and maybe I wear khakis. It's like, seriously, dude? Like, why? Well, I mean. (laughs)
0: Like, you were one of the few people I liked. And now you're a loser. You know what's weird, too, is like Florida State, right? They were once at Michigan's level. Even more recently than Michigan was. You know who you don't hear talked about on national TV? You don't hear about Florida State. You don't hear about Uh, their coaching. You don't hear about the USC other than what.
1: Because the Michigan alum and the fan base and and you got Michigan people who work in the media. It's crazy to me. It's why they push the agenda. And like
0: listening to Joel Clatt and Colin Coward talk and uh, the what if and if I could change this one little snap. Well, guess what? That snap was on your coach that you're defending. Yeah. He called that. Okay. He did. Yeah. Let, you know what? Let's... And it's crazy to me, I, I'll say
1: this. I've said... I'd rather have Deardor from Brandstetter and Jansen do the game and Doug Karsh because at least they all get checks from Michigan and they don't hide their allegiance. But these clowns are going to come out here. No, nah, I,
0: I, I don't. You know what? Let's change the subject because I don't want this to seem okay. like it's,
1: it's just a bitch fest.
0: So. It, it, no, it's not because Saturday... Rico, I have not been this excited for just anything in my life in a long it's probably Dude, since I'm, I got married. I'm 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 ready for it just to be over. See, I
1: no because here's 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 the thing. Here's the catch 22. I will ask you this question, Evan. Is it better and and not to pick a team, but is it better that one team wins a game 24-23? Or should a team win the game forty-four to ten?
0: I like the close one.
1: Only personal because if it's the close one, we didn't learn anything, really. No, not at all. But because the-, the whole thing about it, we've all been saying, neither team has played anybody, so it might. If you don't hammer the other team
0: and show that you are truly better. Are you? Are you better? I would still say yes, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, the 44 to 10... When Michigan beat them and I mean that was with Michigan State scoring the very first touchdown too they were up seven right. nothing in that game right and they came back and that was like no you guys are not on our level and I am going to show you that you're not on our level I mean they had like, Cornelius Johnson was a freshman getting right. passes when they shouldn't have been throwing passes it was almost like a revenge game on Mark for what he did to Brady Hoke right is what it seemed like but I think with this game with everything that's been built up with them both being top 10 teams I think if you win by one point or forty, See, but I'm points. saying
1: I don't think anybody's looking at Sunday and Monday. What's going to be said? Because uh, you know bo- what? Because both fan bases, it's like an election. You know what's going to be said. Both though. fan bases have thrown so much mud at the other. Oh yeah. If you don't dominate, it's are the you same. really
0: that good? No, because you're still going to hear. From if Michigan State wins, you're gonna hear from the Michigan fan base that you didn't win it good enough, or the right, reason why, or I, I, I think that you gotta same, hammer.
1: You gotta hammer this team because then you could say we're contend- we're contenders, you're pretenders. As Marcus Ray would say, it's sucker season, you're a sucker. You're not real. That's to me, if you hammer a team, the team that hammers, the team that wins. You are now in the middle of the top six for the college football playoffs.
0: Yeah, so you're almost saying it's like Big Ten basketball last year, where we thought they were the best conference in America. They get to the tournament. Nothing. Nothing. And so it might be like that. You might be right, where we all think the Big Ten is the best conference right right now, the Big Ten East. But at the end of the day, you might only see one team. And I just think in It might this only game, be Ohio State, but I you're th- right.
1: One needs to separate themselves. One needs to Because if, if it's a game-winning
0: 52-yard field goal that crosses at zero... Then what we've been saying this whole time was right. They are the same team. Right. You're, you're basically the same team.
1: You score one more point than the other team. And, yeah, well, the winner's going to feel good about themselves, but nationally, okay, because you've... Because you've put down the other team saying they haven't played anybody and you barely
0: beat them, what does that say about you? Yeah, you know where chaos is, I think, could get created with this game is if the loser of this game somehow beats like Ohio State. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the winner ends up losing to the Ohio State, and yeah. so it's a big joke. Just- okay, I just pray to God that it doesn't go to overtime. I agree. Because
1: the, I neither team has red zone plays. And if you thought the Illinois Penn State game was bad and it went to nine overtimes, you may see twelve to 15. We might get
0: a night game. <laughs> you may get your night game.
1: Okay. You know what? We're gonna take a 30-minute break. We're gonna let the guys go in the locker room, take a shower, get some orange slices,
0: take we'll an Start nap. it back up at
1: seven. <laughs> guys, good with that. We'll start to say we we'll stretch, we'll do whatever. I, I look at the I looked at that overtime. Honestly, if it got to that point, I would probably tell somebody, get a false start penalty. Let's back up five yards. Give ourselves some room. Yeah. Cause you got one play. So it's kinda unless you got that one trick play that you know will work.
0: Back it up a little bit and give yourself some – I would. I'd just take the false start. Yeah, but, but you're right, though, because with this, you need more than one of those trick plays. You need, like, four of them. Or if the play – like, I, I didn't understand Penn State. They had it on that little Philly special, and they didn't go back to it. Yeah, go back. Like, I agree. And, but, I mean, you'll see Michigan. Michigan's going to run the play that works best for them 10 times on Saturday. So, But I'm so pumped to wake up Saturday morning – get in my car listen to some podcast to try to take my mind off of it walk to the stadium see the mess that is east Lansing um I'm I'm gonna stay. I, I want to see the fight I want to see the anchorman fight I mean I'm gonna stay away from that and I then, don't and like then
1: Barstool shows up as Ben Stiller in Telemundo
0: you're so right though and you're whoa what's going on over here guys? <laughs> Oh, big fight. All right. All right. Well, I mean, Curve Street, you haven't said anything in years. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, a bar stool, I mean, is crazy because it's just like an online broadcast. You can't watch it on your TV. And w- like we said, to start it, the amount of people that are going to this game just to party beforehand, yeah. which I, I I'll never understand driving an hour to go party to then drive back. I digress. But it's going to be around the stadium. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Do you think we see a record-breaking crowd at Spartan Stadium? I think this could be one of those games where you get the yeah. 77,000. Yeah, I think. I don't think you're going to see an empty seat. I think you're going to see... But early on, I bet we do because it's been a little tough to get into Spartan Stadium. Okay, but that is the, the dumbest thing that people post
1: online. Oh, look, the stadium's not filled yet. It takes time. Every stadium looks that way. Go look at Ford Field. Because people are coming in from their tailgating and you got to go through security now and they don't realize it takes longer. If you want to be in your seat by noon, you probably need to leave your tailgate about 1030 to make sure you can get through the stadium. So it's so deceiving when you say, oh, you can't even fill your stadium. Let's wait to the middle of the second quarter.
0: Yeah. I mean, take that photo. And I mean, like. Michigan's tailgating, and Michigan State's tailgating is a little different. Where most of Michigan's tailgating is right there outside the stadium. Yeah. Michigan State, it's like throughout the yeah, campus it's, you it's, see people. But I, I think like, in in the end you will. I think yes,
1: yeah, I think it's going to be packed. I think I think you're going to see every seat filled. Yeah, in there. So uh, and I, I got a question. This is Jake's question from yesterday we did not answer. We okay. talked about the the player in Tayshon Trent, but. Uh, do you think the, you know, if the necessary repairs were made to Spartan Stadium's audio system and scoreboard over the bye week? The audio system, no. That's going to happen as soon as the season ends. They they upgraded like a million five upgrade to the audio system. The scoreboard, I, from what I was told, you know, it sounds like. There was a, d- a new person working in the scoreboard. I don't know if the original person was sick, on vacation, or what. But the person who had been working the scoreboard this year has been struggling. And that's putting it mildly. Yeah. I mean, We've all be seen like, second first, and 53.
0: That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that like It's not even close. You know what? If it's that way, just turn that damn thing off. Or you know what? Come to the press box. I'm at the very top row. Come get me! I can figure it out really it, fast. It, it, it truly that whoever it is has been struggling, and I pray to God that they've
1: because if you think about it, it's been a month. Oh
0: since yeah, since there's been a
1: game at Spartan State. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. Like the last game, I couldn't make it to that, and you sent the instant reaction podcast. But I mean that, yeah, that's a month ago.
1: It's been a month. They have played uh, two road games and a bye week. Yeah, so. I'm hoping that in that month they have somebody who could take that thing over, and because yeah, it, the down in distance, it 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 just you're looking at it and you're like, okay, is that a glitch? The time is off, but yeah, the down—it's just—it's now third and eighteen.
0: Really, it's not it looks big like boy football is what it, I mean. It's it, embarrassing. Yes, let's you, just call it what you, it is. You can't make those mistakes at a high school game. No. You damn well can't do it during no, this. No, you, you just
1: find yourself like trying to look at the actual down and distance marker on the field because yeah. the scoreboard is. I can't trust it, so
0: yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I I cannot wait to go up there and to see what happens, but dude, Rico, I'm, I'm waiting
1: for this thing to be over.
0: I know you are, and and it's exhausting. We'll be there hand in hand. I I heard Mr. John Jansen even might sit there and watch a little bit of the game with us. Oh, you're kidding me? He, nope. Will he wear the Michigan blazer? I don't know, but it'll be. Have you ever seen the Michigan oh, blazer? I've seen, it. Yeah. I've seen it. I used to despise with the, the inner lining with the block M. Oh, I know all about it. I know all about it, but. Rico, what I have for you this week, it's not necessarily a question about the game. Actually, it is a question about the game. It's four over unders. I'm doing your prop bet oh, parlay. Okay. Over under necessary roughness penalties or penalties after the whistle. You mean one- unnecessary roughness? Yes. What I say necessary. I think that's a podcast. It yeah. is, my bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, one and a half. Total? After the penalty, after the play penalties, yes. One and a half. Combined for both teams? Yep. Over. All righty. Way over. Wildcat plays by both teams, two and a half. Over. All righty. All righty. Am, am I too low here? Yeah. Okay. You should leave this to me. Okay. Option <laughs> runs for Peyton Thorne, three and a half. Option runs meaning like, like RPO? Uh, yes. That's going to be over. All right. All right. All right. All right. Flea Flickers, one and a half, both teams. They both ran them this year. I think that's over.
1: All right. That's over because I, I think it's one of those, my Johnson's bigger than your type of thing where Michigan's going to try to run Michigan State's play in their stadium to show I can run that play. And MSU is going to be like, nah, son,
0: check this out. I do it this way. Right. And then finally, what do you think uniform wise? I know that they're green out the stadium. I saw you put on Twitter, do you think all green? Do I think, you think we see a new helmet?
1: No. I think I think this is gonna be the traditional all green with the green helmets and the black shoes and the, the black green socks. socks. Oh, green or socks. Or black socks, yeah. whatever. But they yeah, use, all dark colors. Uh I think for Michigan probably it's interesting. Pants. No. Because they probably go white pants because they're undefeated. In Spartan
0: Stadium in those white pants in the white pants okay so yeah isn't that crazy that Harbaugh has won every game at Spartan Stadium that he's uh, coached but it's at home he struggles it's crazy but I mean but yeah it is but then you look at the other
1: thing is under Harbaugh 11 and 0 top 10 teams I mean 0 and 11 I'm sorry 0 and 11 top 10 teams on the road Never won.
0: Does this, will this change the narrative for him if he wins or does he still have to go even further? No, this is one of those where you, it's like, hey,
1: you never beat a team when you weren't the underdog and they were slight underdogs against Wisconsin. Yep. This would end, kind of end that narrative because at least now he's gone and, and he's beat a team on the road. To, he's beat two top 10 teams. They were both at home. Uh, it was Wisconsin and Notre dame, yes, okay you gotta you gotta be able to do it on the road, and that see that's the glaring number to me that every time he goes on the road top ten team, he does not <laughs> he does not uh he doesn't he doesn't get the job done so but yeah uniform wise I think if they go. Yeah, Michigan will probably go all whites. Michigan State will probably go all greens.
0: Didn't you hint at like black uniforms at some point this they're year? They're not night. It's not a night game. Okay, has to be night for that because I'm only. I remember what ten years ago now where they debuted their pro combat and those were the black uniforms right. with the gold helmets. And
1: I, I think the Tucker wants black unis. I don't know if they're on the agenda for this year, but I think if I push for Halloween, I'm like. Black. The it was the basketball jerseys. Oh, with all the, black with the neon but a smaller Spartan.
0: font. Yes. No, no, no.
1: But yeah, like basically, it's the, the regular Michigan State jersey except for everything is in neon green. Yeah. Just like the basketball team, which I really liked. I so still helmet black helmet with the neon Spartan on it. Yeah. Michigan State in regular font. The numbers. Yeah. Don't change anything. Except, right. It's just. It's just all colors. black. Yep.
0: That would have been sweet at night that for would Halloween, been. especially. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I guess I got to end it with one last question, Rico. Who the hell wins? I mean, that's the one question that needs to be asked and answered. I think I look
1: at as much – I think the running plays are – I mean, running, the running games are equal. I look at the quarterbacks. Better quarterback, the one who establishes himself the best and keeps the team out of second and long wins. I favor Peyton Thorne over the Michigan combo, so I would have Michigan State winning the game.
0: Bam. That's what I needed to know. And then we'll talk to everybody after the game Saturday, right? Yeah,
1: we'll do an instant reaction, and we'll see where we're at with that. So for Evan Jenkins, I'm Rico Beard. Thanks for listening to the second part of the Michigan-Michigan State uh, Rivalry Weekend uh, podcast on the Five Star Zone. Make sure you tell your friends to subscribe. We'll be back on Saturday, folks. Somebody's going to be happy, somebody's not.